Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host, Dave Johnson. Uh, glad to have you with me tonight. We got some. Uh, Good old women's football to talk about. Uh, Seems to be uh, plenty of action going on these days. I have three guests on the show tonight. Um, week three, USWFL Players of the Week. Uh, the offense was Junior Gendelsperger from the Tri-Cities Thunder, and the defensive player was Liz Speaks from the Capital City Savages. Um, they'll be calling in here in just a little bit. Also, around 10 o'clock Eastern Time, I've got Coach Patterson of the L.A. Warriors calling in. Um, we'll talk about their matchup this weekend. I think they got a big game coming up, so uh, looking forward to that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they play Division One in the WFA, so uh, I'm sure that's going to be a, a really good good matchup for them and uh, really looking forward to talking to him. Um, you know, these, I say it every week, and, and uh, I've, you know, I've really felt that this week of how, how good these teams are in the USWFL, um, there was a poll came out, I think, somebody seen somewhere that the WFA had 61 teams, and I'm not sure if that's before several of them have folded or not. Um, the IWFL had 14. I don't know how accurate that is. And in the USWFL, uh, we had 10, and that is accurate. Um, I'm going I'm to tell you, I've, I've said it, told my players this, tell anybody this, the teams that in our league are tough. And, uh, you know, we, we lost another close game this past weekend in overtime again. Uh, to the uh, Hampton Roads Lady Gators. They got a really, really good team. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, they're they're a, a good, solid football team. Um, it, like I say, it was they won in overtime, 6-6 six to six before we went to overtime. So that tells you what kind of game it was. And it was like that from the time it started till until it was over. So, you know, it was a great, great game. And and it was like I was telling their owner uh, on the phone yesterday that, you know, besides the Washington Prodigy and the Houston team, I think, blew out the Tennessee Diamondbacks, um, most, most, of these team, most of these games have been relatively close. I mean, even the two we won, uh, we didn't ever really take in commanding control. I didn't think of the game until late in the fourth quarter. Um, 
um, two weeks ago when we played Capital City, they scored just really, really quick. So um, every game we've played so far has, has been a dog fight. And you know what? It's going to be that way then. We've got the same teams that we've done played left on our roster. And uh, we're 2-2. Two and two. The uh, Hampton Road Lady Gators, they took a commanding lead over the Division Three uh, in the USWFL. They're three and one. Uh, we're two and two. Capital City Savages are two and two. Fayetteville Fierce, I believe, are two and two. Um, let's see. I, I think that's right. Uh, Detroit is one and zero. Oh. Um, the uh, Carolina Queens are zero oh and three, and Tennessee Diamondbacks are zero oh and three. So um, I'm I'm telling you, I know it's hard for a lot of people to believe or or think, but man, I'm telling you, these teams they're they're getting better each year. Um, really, really good teams. The athletes are starting to show up, and and uh, you know we're seeing great parity along. Um, these teams within the divisions and within these leagues, and, and that's what we want. You know, win, lose, or draw, you, if you're trying to get a league going, you want that parity. You want to see um, the teams having great games and battling it out. And, um, you know, I, I'm telling you, that game we played in, it was it was a nail biter all the way uh, to the very end. I mean, we actually had a chance to uh, tie it in overtime, had the ball hit us right in the hands and and uh, knocked away at the very very last minute. So, man, that that I know it was hard on my team to lose. It's hard on me. I hate to lose more than I like to win. I guess, and that's bad. Um, I, I take it real bad. I know it's part of it. You got to get, you know, get figure out how to deal with it. But man, what a what a great game! I mean, I'm telling you, I couldn't, um, you couldn't, you couldn't script a better game uh, between two teams uh, battling like we battled. Had about the same amount of players, same amount of numbers on each side. Of, you know, the teams do, and and. Uh, Hey, you know what? We just come up a little bit short in the end. Uh, you know, both of us had a chance to win at regulation. If we could have converted on a two-point conversion, either one of us, uh, we would have won it in regulation. So, um, you know, it's, it just comes down to which team makes the least amount of mistakes and, and who can capitalize on those mistakes. And uh, they did a better job than we did. That's all you can say. Um, we play them again May the 19th at their place. So, you know, who knows uh, who knows what the scenario might be. Um, I know they got a nice place where to play. Um, you know, it's, you just never know what, what can happen in these games. So, um, congratulations to the Hampton Road Lady Gator for a hard fought game. Um, they they made enough plays in the end when we didn't to take the victory. And look, you know, like I said, 
we got to turn around in a couple of weeks, go to them and and see if we can't do the same thing uh, that they did against us. So, you know, that's just the way football goes sometimes. It, it's just, you know, whoever makes the least amount of mistakes and whoever can capitalize on those mistakes um, when they when they come up and they seem to do that very thing. They've got a lot of speed on that team and some really, really tough players uh, that just kept getting up and coming and coming and coming. And, hey, I like that. You know, I told her owner, hey, I commend them for that. Look, I hate to lose, but, hey, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, people, you got to give credit where credit's due. So uh, that's just that's just the way it is. Uh, then I think the Carolina Queens went to uh, the Fayetteville Pearson, if I'm not mistaken. That game was 16 or 18 to nothing in favor of the, of the Pierce. Um, and then Detroit got a win over the Tennessee Diamondbacks. So uh, this week, we, the Tri-City Thunder, are on the bye. Um, let's see who else I think. Fayetteville Fierce, I believe, is on the bye. Detroit's going to Hampton Roads Lady Gators. Houston is going to the Washington Prodigy. And the North Florida Pumas are going to the Carolina Queens. And I'm actually going to be at that game on Saturday. Um, like I said a few weeks ago, we're going to try to be at, at a game every week that we have a bye. And, uh, two weeks ago, I went to watch the Lady Gators and Fayetteville play. And uh, this week, I'm going to uh, watch the watch the North Florida Pumas play the um, Carolina Queens in Charlotte. So, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I I don't like these bye weeks. You get antsy and things like, I don't know. I know you need them for health reasons and stay healthy when you got these small teams. I just don't particularly like them. And because of Mother Day, we're going to have two. Uh, Mother Day weekend, we're going to have two byes. So we're really going to be stretched out here and um, not be doing much in the next couple of weeks. So, um looking forward to going to the game. I, I like going and watching other teams play, seeing other um, stadiums and um, just, you know, meet both teams and uh, just chit chat a little bit and watch the games and relax. And when you don't have nothing involved, uh, you don't have to do anything but sit there and watch. You don't have to just cheer for both of them or, or whatever the case may be. So looking, looking forward to that. Um, but right now, I believe we have uh, Junior Yindelsberger from the Tri-City Thunder on the line. How about okay. it, June Bogey there? Yes, sir. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? All right, thanks. Hey, thanks for coming on the show tonight. I, I know this ain't your cup of tea, but... Hey, you know what? That's the price you pay for for being a player of the week in the USWFL. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's part of it. You you're a, you win one of those if you're a player of the week, and on offense or defense, you gotta come on my show. So uh, you know, yeah. you not come, you gotta start performing poorly. <laughs> 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 hey, listen, I don't know if, if you know or 
or anybody else knows, but I'm more I'm gonna read your stack here. Now this is week three, uh, when we played the Capital City Savages. Um just on offense alone you had twenty eight carries, uh two hundred four yards and three touchdowns, and you had two kickoff returns for fifty five yards. Um that that's pretty pretty amazing stats for one game. It was a it was a fun game uh offensively to do, so but wouldn't have been possible without um the efforts of the whole team, so Yeah, I mean I we know it's it's a team you know, it's like I tell um tell a lot of these girls um all the time that ever everybody has a job to do and, and there's a lot of people and it, and it's the kind of people that that I think personally that don't know as much about football as they think. They think that oh well I can just you know I can just start running the ball. But you well know yourself. Just since we've had you for about a year now, I'd say from a maybe a little over a year, um, and you didn't even start running the ball till what late in the year I think last year maybe. Um, mm-hmm. So. You you know yourself that you can't just you know just decide I'm gonna play running back today and get back there and know everything there is to do. I I wish it was like that. Maybe for some people, but I know uh, I have a lot to learn and I'm uh, constantly trying to learn and uh, read things better and find better ways to hit the holes and just there's just so much to learn so but I enjoy learning it um but I know I have uh a lot more <laughs> to learn um long way to go well that's everybody and anything you do I mean you you look these NFL guys and and they're supposed to be the best in the in their business and and they I mean, look at some of them, how much better they get, you know, each year. And, and uh, when they come out of college, everybody's all, oh, you know, he's the greatest thing since peanut butter. And then all of a sudden you get to the NFL and you don't hear from him. Or, you know, some of these guys just take it upon themselves to work harder and, and become better. And, and most of the people that, that listen tonight don't even have a clue of how much of a workaholic that, you really are, you know, and, and that's that's one reason that that I'm talking to you tonight about being this offensive player this week is because of your work ethic and you know the the time you put in and the questions you're asking me and things you need to work on and uh, you know just things like that that um, a lot of people just take for granted, but you go that extra mile. Well. I uh <laughs> that's it's just uh all I know I guess. Um it's I just I love the game of football and I wanna I, I wanna learn and I wanna do um what's best to, to help the team. So if I can improve whatever I'm doing and, and like you say, like you preach, do our job, um, that's only gonna help our team get better. So and in order to to try to do my job better on the on the field, I know that I need to improve myself um, when I'm off the field. So um, I know there's a lot of room for improvement that 
um, I need to do, whether that's, you know, physically working out or, or even eating healthy, um, that kind of stuff that's going to help my team overall get better. Right. Well, I say this a lot, and I know you hear me say it a lot, and, and that's, you know, I, I just wish that I tell all these girls, I just wish y'all took it as serious as I did and, uh, you know, do, do things like I would really want you to do as players and and you you really do do that and and it uh, and I'm gonna tell you it's really a rarity in women's football period I mean I've been just part of women's football this is probably I guess my fifth or sixth year and I've seen so really good players through the years that if they would have just had your work ethic they would be unbelievable good. They were already good, but they would be phenomenal if they just had your work ethic. And and it's a, it's a rarity, and you know it's something that that I and I know I tell you all the time, and I really do appreciate it. And I wish that the rest of uh, your teammates and the rest of these women playing football uh, through the country uh, would take it serious because there's a, there's only one time you get the opportunity to, to do this. I think that's part of uh, my mentality. I know we've talked about it before. Is that I know, you know, we've, we've talked about, you know, this, it could end in one play. It could end, you know, you never know when it's going to end. So I just want to do what I can while I can and take advantage of, of every snap, um, anything that we're doing. Right. Well, there's a player you, you may not know her name, Ruth, and I'm not sure what her last name was. She's played for the Huntsville Tigers and and played for the Alabama Fire. Um, and I'm gonna tell you something. She's one of the one of the best players I've ever seen. I mean, buddy, she plays middle linebacker the way it's supposed to be played. I mean, like she's she's as uh, big as big as. Almost as big as D can run like Caitlin, and and she's a player. And just today, Jennifer told me that she tore Achilles and is out. Oh no! You know, yeah. So that just as you say that, you know, just as we talked about it, it can be stripped from you just that fast. And yeah. you know, there. Thing and she now I'm gonna tell you she played every time I ever seen her play she was balling I mean she was doing it so uh, you know I'm sure she can you know say hey I I know she's sad and about the injury but she can for sure say she's had no uh, regrets about the way she played or putting in because she played a hundred percent every snap when I seen her and uh, you know I hate it for her I hate seeing anybody get injured like that and especially the kind of player that she was you know that it means um, you didn't just see her giving a half-hearted effort every time you seen her it was giving a hundred percent and uh, I like that and I, I appreciate players playing like that and and I know you know you you play that way I mean you rarely very rarely come out of the game, you know, so that's tough. And, uh, you know, that's another tribute to the shape you're in. Thank you. I know I need to keep at it. 
Well, we we all do. I mean, it, it's it's going to be, um, you know, a grind. Um, I I think that um, you know I've talked just about a little bit about our game this past week, and and it was a battle from the time it started to the very end. Um, I mean, you know well more than I do. You were out there playing. Um, it was a dog fight the whole game, and it was. You know, just crazy. It was just like, honestly, just like a heavyweight fight, trading punches back and forth. And, you, you know, you're just waiting on somebody to, to knock the other one out, just didn't know when it might be. And coming down the down the stretch, I, I, I really believe that one thing that hurt us is, is us not being in, uh, as a whole, being in, uh, good enough shape when I think they were in uh, better shape than we were, you know, when they outlasted us. Yeah, I know that um, that definitely can uh, be a factor that can hurt. I mean, especially when they're faster than us. And, I mean, penalties happen, you don't move your feet, and just, yeah, it, it makes it much more of a challenge. Um, so, yeah. It's something that uh, I think each of us, um, there's always room for improvement. That's, this is kind of my philosophy, maybe good or bad, but um, there's always things that you can kind of improve, little things here and there and stuff. And I, I know I need to. I'm, I'm not me pointing the finger right back at me um, that I need to do. Right. Well, you know, and, and the thing about being in, in shape is, um, you know, of course, I've I told you this, and a lot of people think I'm crazy because I'm big and fat and out of shape nowadays. But when I played in high school, and I grant you, I was 17 years old, but I played the offensive and defensive tackle. But I played the whole game when I was a senior, never came off the field, period, period. And I was in the best, absolutely, totally the best shape of my life. And when I come off the field, I was so tired and wore out that usually the coaches had to help me get my pads and stuff off of me. And, you know, I say it now, um, when you got these small rosters, like we got 20, most of these teams we play have around 20, give or take a handful. And you're playing, I mean, like you probably didn't come out, what, three or four snaps the whole game, maybe Um you have to be in some kind of shape. And, you know, I try to – the linemen, um, actually, they have a harder time getting in shape. Um, I think they – if they worked at it harder, I don't think they would have as much trouble. But it's naturally harder for big people to get in shape than it is little people. But you still have to work at it. But when when you start talking about – a game like we just played with them, and we're sitting there going toe-to-toe with them in that heavyweight battle. And when that fatigue really sets in, that's when you quit moving your feet, just like you say. That's when the penalties start happening. Um, just when you need that extra, little extra, is, is where that fatigue gets you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and when you have those long games you know, that end up going into overtime, that can come into factor too because everybody's tired and um, 
if you can go that little extra bit and still have gas in your tank, that can be helpful too. Yeah, you know, I think in most most games that we played in overtime, um, the first game we we had them in a real bad situation, and they come back and made an unbelievable play and and scored. But it just seemed like both games in overtime that when they scored, the wind just what little bit of air we had. Uh, just come out of our cell at that point in time. And, and it was like, I mean, they could have just about walked in for a two-point conversion. Um, you know, and that's where I think that when you're, you know, when you're that tired through the game, now I'm going to tell you, they're all going to tell me, well, I wasn't tired. I wasn't, trust me, I've seen the look on all of the girls' faces when they were coming off the field and they were all huffing and puffing like big steam engines that they they were tired. And once once you get that wind knocked out of your sail, it's just like it it's all gone. And it's hard it's hard to bounce back from that. Um, you know, with that being said, we still had an opportunity um there at the end. Caitlin had the ball in her hand and I guess that girl stripped it out at the last minute. Uh, we still had a chance, and you know, we I hate it. You know, you hate it. Everybody hates it. It's not the end of the world. Uh, there wasn't no championship won or lost that day. It just put us in a bind, and uh, um, things things happen. You know, and I just uh, you know want to commend you that um, on your shape and and the work ethic you have for it, and hanging in there, and um, you know. Since you've been playing, this is the best offensive game that we're talking about week three here that you won this award or this uh, offensive player. That's the best game you've had offensively uh, since you started playing. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Again, like I – that would not have been possible at all without – you know, the good snaps, the quarterback, good handoff, the wide receivers, the tight ends, the offensive linemen having great blocks, um, the play calling. I mean, it just all kind of worked. Um, and that uh, game ball that you gave me, that's like a constant reminder, like the, the names that are on there. Those are the people that help, you know, get that player of the week that week. Those are those are the people that – um that I will always remember, you know, help me do that. That's that's that was their their game, their win. I just carried the ball um that game. They they really did all the work for me. Well, like I say, you know, it's a, every, everybody does have a job to do and everything um, you know, comes down to that if they don't do their job, then it's sure a lot tougher for you to do yours. But, you know, just from just from what I've seen uh, from last year to this year and so on, I um, mean, don't get me wrong, we still got a lot of work to do. But you've improved, you know, a lot and, and are still improving. And, you know, no more experience than you've had and, uh, we got to play what two scrimmages and and that was it and uh, you know it, you came a long way so um, you know take take it and uh, go with it be proud of it 
you know, hey, you know, you know what? Just like uh, we was talking about, this day may not come again. And and you know what? This may be, uh, maybe you have the same performance, but maybe the next time somebody has an even better one than you. So, you know, these are the kind of special moments that you have to relish and, uh, you know, be proud of. And I know you're an ultimate team player and, and all that, but still, you have to be proud uh, that you win something like that. I, I I appreciate it very much, and I guess the coaches that that voted and things. So I, I do appreciate it. Um, I'm just I I thank my team. I thank my coaches too. So for it, because it it's just a big you know combination of um, a lot of people, and then the work that a lot of a lot of you guys put into that, and that's the the result that happens. So. Right. Well, I hear. Now I'm just. I'm just. Man, I don't know if it's true or not. If you've got some big uh, coaches room or something at your house, so tell tell me where's this game ball gonna <laughs> where's this game ball gonna land over there? Um, it's on a uh, it's on a bookshelf in my bedroom <laughs> right now. Okay. Well, I, I was just wondering. I, I heard, uh, you know, some kind of rumor stuff about that, and I was just uh, wondering if uh, <laughs> I, if it was gonna gonna make it in there and and uh, and all that. Because you know what? I mean, it. You know what? To me, it's just a uh, just a special um, something to do for you girls to, and to recognize you. As uh, you know, to me it's an honor to be able to to win, to be the player of the week in a league where I, I didn't even vote. You know what I'm saying? And you got votes. You and Liz speaks both. The girl that was defensive player, she was actually playing in the Capital City game that we played, um, and you all got the vote from other uh, coaches mm-hmm. out there instead of us. So, you know what, to me, that speaks a volume of, of what kind of performance that you had, she had, all the other candidates had. But when, you know, when you look down through there and, you know, as a coach and you're voting or a team owner, whoever voted on this stuff, an organization, I should say, and they look down there that kind of performance, it, it is special, and that's what I, you know, I want to make it special for all you girls, not just you girls that uh, play, happen to play on our team, uh, but for all these girls in the league. And, you know, I want it to be special. I want it to be uh, something different than, um, you know, maybe a lot of these other leagues do just post it on their website or something. So, um I hope that, you know, we can continue this and, you know, maybe next year do a little bit more uh, with it for you girls that uh, win these awards. Oh, it's, a, it's a really great idea, and it is a it is a um, an honor to, to have that recognition. So. Right. Well, Gene Bug, hey, I'll let you go. I appreciate you calling in. Um, I know you – this ain't your cup of tea, and you're way too humble to come on here and boast about it and uh, talk about how great you are. But uh, week three was definitely a great performance for you, and uh, I appreciate all the hard work you do and uh, the behind-the-scenes work and effort that you do for our team and for yourself to be better for our team. 
Well, thank you, Coach. You bet. Hey, I appreciate you coming on. No problem. All right. There's Junior Gendelsperger from the Tri-City Thunder on here uh, talking about uh, her performance on week three and, and just a little bit of football in general. For you people that don't know that young lady right there, she has a big, big heart and a big, big work ethic. She's not that big. I don't even know how size she is, but she plays mighty. Um, she plays the whole game. She she's a, she's a trooper for sure. She's the kind of player you'd like to have a forty or fifty of, and uh, you know she can uh, be proud of that. I hate her parents live in Pittsburgh, uh, Pennsylvania. Don't get to see her play that much. Uh, I know they. They'd really be proud of her, and uh, she, they should be. She, she's not, like I say, not only a, a great player, but a great person. Uh, does, does things right, folks, and I, I, I really commend that. My hat's off to her. I wish everybody on our team had the work ethic that young lady has, and uh, if they did, it would, it would be unbelievable. So. Um, Junior, we appreciate it and uh, appreciate you coming on and congratulations uh, for being week three Offensive Player of the Week in the uh, USWFL. So uh, here in this few minutes, uh, the Defense Player of the Week, Leah Speaks, will be calling in. Um, she had a great performance as well. Uh, she's, a, she's a great player. She's not only a uh, defensive back, she's the quarterback. And uh, she's got a really good arm, uh, so they uh, they got a they got a good team. Um, they're uh, they got a really good team. Got some really good players. So looking forward to talking to her. You know, getting back to um, these these games and and them being tough. And uh, you know, that's that's one thing I uh, don't understand about the um, – it's hard to believe that the NFL, that we have teams in the NFL going 0-16. Uh, those guys get paid millions upon millions. When I say those guys, I'm talking about all the guys, the coaches, the GMs, the, uh, the players, everybody gets paid, paid millions of dollars. It's just sad to think that, in that organization, we got teams that are winning 13 or 14 games during the season and going on to win a Super Bowl. And we got teams that are going 0 and 16. Um, yeah, that's sad, folks. I mean, it really is. And then, you know, not just that, then you got the next teams, what, one, two, three games or one or two games. I mean, to me, with, with that kind of but the way they do things there, it's so much different in, in women's than it is in men's. I mean, we naturally don't have a draft. We naturally, um, you know, I know my thing, we take whoever that wants to come and be serious about practicing. Hey, you come on, you can join our team. Um, you know, those guys get to pick who they want. Um, I mean, for, for the most part, free agency, they can get most of the players, any of the players they want. Um, coaches, all that kind of stuff, and and you're old and sixteen. That, that's sad. I mean, for me, um, 
I'm not a big NFL fan anymore, but it's just sad that we, you know, we see that. And that's one thing I'll say about college football. Even though Alabama has been the powerhouse for the last few years and Clemson and Georgia starting to come on and, and you're starting to see all these all these teams, not just those teams, but all these teams um, being being competitive. And you're starting to see these games being, you know, what used to be a lopsided game is now a game or not even if the other team wins, not even an upset. So it's not necessarily, um, uh, you know, a blowout or a guaranteed win. You know, used to you, you'd see somebody and you'd say, "Hey, that team has definitely uh, got the uh, upper hand." And nowadays, it ain't that way. These teams have um, equaled it out, and you know they're they're starting to get. Uh, better players across the board, and these coaches are are moving from uh, these big teams and going to these teams that haven't been so successful, and they're uh, getting some players, and uh, they're showing what they can do and making these players and and uh, building good teams, and and that's that's the best thing about it. That's great. That's you know that's what we're wanting to build here in in the. Uh, women's football is trying to get this parity right to where each week you just, you don't have a clue who's going to win. You know, and those games are coming down to the end of the game late in the fourth quarter before anybody really decides to to take the lead. So uh, that's that's something that, that I like. And, uh, you know, I think we're definitely headed in the right direction. Uh, we've added some um, new teams this year and some really good teams. And uh, so I'm I'm expecting good things. All right. I think we have uh, Liz speak on the line from the Capital City Savages. Hello, Liz. You there? Yep. Hi. Hey, Liz. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, thanks for coming on the fifth quarter. I appreciate you taking the time to tonight to be with us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes, ma'am. Um, for those people that don't know, um, I've been talking about it, but you were week three defensive player of the week in the USWFL. Um, you had 13 tackles and, and one tackle for a loss that I know of. Um, you know, I had to, I had a girl on here one show before the year started. That was, uh, she had stats like that for a whole year, and uh, you 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 get that many in one game. Right. Um, that you know what that not only you know, and I'm just talking to you and you're playing a lot, and I, and I remember in this game you got these against us. As a matter of fact. But you played quarterback as as well the the whole game plus defensive back and uh, I just did find out the other day that you're also a, are you a high school softball coach? Uh yeah, I'm a high, I'm a softball coach and a volleyball coach, both at the JV level. Right. Um, well, you know what kind of, you know what it means then to be um, in shape and and what it really takes to perform at at the level you need to to play these kind of games. Oh, absolutely. Physically and mentally. Right. You know, you can tell 
you can tell people that all you want, you know, until you've, you know, been in that. I don't know about your team, but I know, like, our team, we have so many girls that never even played sports in high school. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and it's hard to it's hard to get them to understand the aspect of the mental and physical part of, of, of not just being, not just playing, but playing at a high level. Oh, yeah, and especially, you know, if you've never played on a team before, it's a lot different coming into the game of football as a team sport. I mean, pretty much every sport is a team sport, so if you're not a team player, you're not going to go too far. Right. Well, football, and, and I and I don't mean to knock any other sports by any stretch of the means, but football is the ultimate team sport. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I know – it, it, you know, looking back, well, Michael Jordan did things, that, you know, that nobody could stop today. And LeBron James does the same thing. And a hitter can get up there and hit, you know, a grand slam and all that. And football, it really takes all the people working as one to, to get things done. Mm-hmm. Offense, defense, kickoff, punt, all of the above. Yeah, it sure does. Um, now, y'all got a, a really good team there. You know, I was um, I was talking to April after our game, you know, and I really um, – I like the approach that, that y'all have taken to this. I know this – I mean, I don't know if you've played any before or not, but I know this is a new organization. Um, but I do love the approach that – um, they have taken uh, with this team to to make it a great organization. Yeah, we got a strong foundation that we're building, and it's our first season, so got to get all the kinks out, and everyone has their first season, and you know, we got some awesome vets that are leading our team, and the rookies are you know, listening to what we have to say and taking in consideration the, the tips that we're giving them and building on the strong foundation. Right. So so have you played before? Yeah, uh I played for Flint for the past two seasons, so this is my third season. Okay. Well I, I sort of figured you had by the by the way you could throw the ball. Um I mean I know you were the defensive player of the week in this particular game, but um I know from watching uh, the game that uh, y'all played, the Lady Gator game, when you come down to the kickoff classic, and then watching the, the game y'all played against us, that you're uh, you're a really good quarterback, and I can tell that yeah, that he wasn't a rookie. Yeah, I still I'm still learning, you know. I I don't got it all down yet, but I'm still still learning a whole bunch. So eventually, I'll get there to that level where, you know the other quarterbacks in the league are at, but I'm getting there. Well, it takes time. I mean, I'll just tell you right now that, um, you know, Peyton Manning, my wife, she plays on our team. She's a huge Peyton Manning fan, and uh, that guy's a workaholic. And, you know, every year Mm -hmm. he he was saying, hey, I'm still learning and I'm still learning and, and getting better. So, you know, when you're when you have the work ethic like you have and and your coach and you understand all that, you know you're always going to be wanting to to 
uh, hone those tools, you know, and sharpen the knife mm-hmm. and, and all that more. But experience, there's there's no substitute for experience, and especially playing quarterback. Oh, yeah. That's a, it's a tough position to fill, it's tough tough shoes to fill, that's for sure. And there's always room for improvement. I mean, there's girls that can sit there and throw a ball, you know, 30 yards without any defense or anything behind them. But once you get into that 11-on-11 game where you got to read the defense and you got keep coming in in front of you to the left, to the right, and you got to make that split decision, I mean, it's tough for sure. Yeah, and and people running at you, you know, you're hearing people coming and uh, you get that instinct and you want to hang in there as long as you can and you hear them and you have to start bailing out. And, and not only that, I don't care how good you are, and I'm not knocking anybody's receivers, but when if you don't have the receivers that, that are yeah. as, as good as you are, um, you know that that you take good receivers and uh, uh, have uh, you know quarterback from half as good as you, they can make them look good. And you take receivers that can't catch and you put it in their hands every time. Uh, you know they can make you look bad. So it, it's a it's definitely a team sport. But as a quarterback, it's so frustrating. And I know I've had each year we've had a team we've had a different quarterback. So. You know, oh, really? Tough. Oh, yeah. 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 It, yeah. So, trust me, it, it is tough to to do that. And, you know, and and, and I know y'all are um, in our division and, and all, but, it, you know, it really is. I don't like to watch it when you're playing us, but I do. You know, I like to watch good quarterbacks play, uh, especially in women because they never had the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I like when I see somebody that's really, really good and working hard at it. I mean, and there's quarterbacks that can throw, but when you watch, you know, like, uh, you know, how you throw and like the Houston team, I don't know if you got a chance to watch any of that game uh, when they played the Prodigy or not. That girl's really good too. Now she didn't do a whole lot that game, but uh, from what I understand, it was like her first eleven on eleven really game. She'd playing, been playing arena league or something. Oh and my. Uh, But I, yeah, but during warm ups, I was uh, I was sitting there pointing to poking some of my players and telling them watching her. You could tell by the way she was spinning it and the, and the way she was throwing it before I ever seen her throw a pass in the game. Just the warm-ups. I said, that girl right there is really, really good. And I, I, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you girls that take it serious and work hard and, and want to be better. Um, you know, we all can't uh, play for the same team, but Essentially, we're all on the same team in and, and women's football, and to, you know, to see you work hard and and want to be great at that position is, is really uh, something I appreciate. Yep. yep, girls can do what boys can do. That's for sure. I mean, you said it. You said it spot on. Is if you don't have the receivers, you know, you can be an amazing quarterback and throw the ball all day, but if you don't got people that can catch the ball you're not going to make yourself look good. So I've been blessed to have my receivers come with me. We came over to Lansing and 
I was blessed to have them come with me. So we've played the past three seasons. So we're we're building that chemistry. You know, we still we're still learning each other a little bit, but for the most part, I know what she can do and she knows what I can do. So I mean, if you have that for years and years. But if you have a new quarterback that you have to learn or new receivers that you have to learn with their speed or, you know, how far you can throw the ball out in front of them or those type of things, then, you know, it's going to take a minute to learn. Right. Well, you know what? I, I say this, um, well, I don't say it all the time on this radio show or nothing, but you know what? If, if you've got that chemistry, you should be able to put a blindfold on and throw her the ball. Not in mm-hmm. not in a game necessarily, but in practice. You know, you know where she's gonna be, um, when she's gonna be there. You should be able to put a blindfold on and, and throw to her during warm ups. You know, if you've got that chemistry and definitely I don't know the girl's name was number one, I assume was one of them you're talking about. Um mm-hmm. um you know, you you definitely like I've seen that long pass and hit her on against the Lady Gators, you know, one strike and you're right back in the game. That's what I'm saying. When you get that chemistry, uh, even though the best thing for that is, in my opinion, is when you get moved, when you have to move off your marks, you still know where she's going to be. And a mm-hmm. lot of receivers, just as soon as, as you get flushed out, they try to alter their route to match you instead, and, you know, and such they should have just stayed where they were going and let you adjust to it. You know, I see that right. a lot in this women's. Yeah, I see a lot, that a lot in this women's stuff. And, and it's, you know what, it's for me an experience. And that's just what it is. And that's what, you know, like I'm telling you, you can, um, until you you throw that girl enough footballs, or then your other receivers too, not just her, but I know especially her, I've watched, you know, the two games I've watched, you, you and her are really on the same page. Um, until y'all throw enough footballs and you get in enough games to play, you get that experience down, um, It's going. you're always going to want to get better. Uh, you know, and even then, you're going to say, oh, man, we're just going to, you know, keep, keep on going with it. That's the beauty of um, that of women's football is, you know, the thing I like about it is just what I said earlier is the, is the parity that we've got right here uh, going, like in our league. I mean, the game y'all played the Lady Gators in, you had a chance to at least send it to overtime at the end of the game. Um, yeah. You know, the, the game, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, that was a battle. And, and, and that's you know, crazy, said, too, because – we had that was a lot of you know like you said uh, people with like, inexperience or their first game like a lot like half of our team have never taken a hit or you know we've obviously practiced with each other but when you get that full eleven on eleven like you don't know what they're gonna do they don't know what we're gonna do type deal it's a whole nother ball game so a lot of our girls that was our first game and for us to be that close in the game and they come down to the wire I mean it says a lot you know it says it says what we're doing over here up here, you know, and it's it's going to go a long way, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm with you. I'm in the same boat. I mean, we have a lot of players that's uh, never played before, and what we have, you know, most of them are playing a, a new position or something, and 
you know, and even to that, it's, it's, I mean, every team's got it. Don't get me wrong. I know it's just not your team and my team, but every team's got it. And, uh, you know, it's just, I said it, I told my team this week before we played the Lady Gators, I said, listen, I said, whoever's going to win this game is going to, is who's the uh, team that takes the most advantage of the opportunities they get. And you know what? They took more uh, advantage of opportunities than we did. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they beat us in overtime. I mean, they y'all almost forced the game to overtime. You know, you um, almost scored right before half. I thought that was a big, big uh, series for y'all when uh, time ran out before half and you're about the yard or two one or two yard line, you know. So um, that was mm-hmm. a great, great game that y'all played them. And then uh, the game against us, I mean, it was till late, late in the fourth quarter uh, before we ever really, this game we're talking about when you were defensive player, um, I mean, that was, it was like a six point or seven point game one all the way to late in the fourth quarter. So, that's what I'm talking about. We're getting these teams that are that are wanting to get better uh, with these players like yourself and uh, the Lady Gators have a bunch of players like that or want to get better and working hard. And we're seeing great games, and that's what I love um, to see in women's football. I'm, I'm so tired of of seeing. Now, don't get me wrong, and I know you do too. You want to blow out win, that's fine, but. You know, when you, if you're a football fan in general, um, you know I'm tired of seeing these Division One teams uh, blow out a Division Three team. But when they play another mm-hmm. Division One team, they can't even score. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and that's what's so great about what we're doing here uh, with your team, uh, with all the teams in this league. I think the parity is definitely good and close. And you're seeing these good games, and that's that's what I like. And that's you know, like I said, that's tribute to you and your team, your coaching staffs, and 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 so on with these other teams. Yeah, it, I, it's honestly refreshing to. I mean, like I said, I played for Flint for two seasons, so I, we didn't go anything over 25 players. So there were some games where we walked in and we only had. 20 players or 17 and we had to go against teams that had 40 and it's like well dang like I'm here playing quarterback outside linebacker kicker punter like kickoff return punt return whatever like I never got a break and as a quarterback I mean I think quarterback needs somewhat of break you know they're especially their mind but physically they need a break too because I mean everyone needs a break but it was just it was like a game changer to walk in you know they got double your size and a uh, roster and it's like well dang like that's not fair but if you got the right 17 players you can take out a 40 plus team that's for sure but yeah it's it's nice to come in and know that you know a team only has 25 players just like we do and we're all in the same boat you know we're playing both sides of the ball or some of my some of my girls on my team don't get a single break and you know it's a mental game you just Gotta tell yourself you can do it. You know, take take the breaths when you can, and take that thirty second advantage in offense, and go right back at it. Right. Well, you know, the best thing. Well, this, for me, this is one statement that I hate to hear, and I heard it 
a lot from uh, higher up in the WFA. And this makes me so mad to hear this. We can only play 11 at a time. Well, yeah, you're right. But you know what? You give me 60 to choose my 11 from to put out there versus 18 or 19. And just exactly, just exactly what you said right there is you got players that don't have a break, that don't get a break. Well, guess what? You're playing against a team like ours, and our players are in the same mode. That makes it even. But if I had 50 players and your players ain't getting a break and I'm running 11 fresh in and out of there all the time, People, that's not what we need. I'm telling you, and that's what we're, you know, we're trying to do here is is, is to keep this parity right. Uh, I mean, these teams are good. Um, all these teams uh, that are good are getting better, and I think they'll only get better by that uh, by winning some games. And even, you know what? I trust me. I I know you probably hate to lose too. Worse than I like to win. Sorry. That's a bad I'm a sorry thing. <laughs> Yeah, me too, and I'm I'm the worst in the world, and and uh, I proud about it, and kick can you know on them type, and uh, but when you know you were in the game, and you it comes down to the last play, or you go to overtime, you know you were in that game the whole way. You know you can play with that team, and that's pretty much what I'm seeing from most of the teams in our league. You know, is is everybody knows that hey, we can play with them. Uh, they just made a few more plays than we did, or took advantage of an opportunity more than we did. So we know we can play with them, and that's what I've been preaching uh, even before we uh, bought the league. I've been preaching this forever. Is if you want to grow football, we have to start with the parity of these teams because I'm going to tell you something, Liz. There's not one single thing good that can happen by a team that has 50 or 60 beating up on a team with 15 or 20. There's not one single thing good can happen in that because I'm telling you, I know the team that they just got their first Division One win. They've won several games, but it's been over Division Three, and uh, are, and they usually split with Division Two teams, and they're a Division One team. Well, that's bullcrap, man. It just you know what injuries, just like you say, uh, tired. Uh, I'm a firm believer myself. Uh, I don't even want my quarterback playing defense unless it's just an absolute must. And so I, I know what you're saying, kickoff, punt, uh, defensive back or outside linebacker, whatever you played there, and quarterback. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know how many even quarterbacks y'all have on your team. You know what I'm saying? Most teams, if you've got 20 players, you've only got one quarterback. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and she yeah. and she's that and she's that much more more value to you. Uh, so I know what it is. But the best thing is is all the other teams are in the same boat as your team, and that's what yeah. makes it great. Is and that's why um, I think we're seeing good football and uh, good good weeks. You know, like I said, 13 tackles and a tackle for loss, not counting you played the whole game in offense. That's a hell of a game. And, um, you know, a lot of people, uh, I, I, like I said, their girl, she didn't even have that many stats for a, for a year. So um, I really do want to congratulate you on that. Um, and you know what? It's, it's an honor because 
It's just like I told Junior, um, you know, when, when these other coaches or organizations uh, other than your own is is voting you these, um, that, that means something um, to me anyway. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's the right place, right sure. time, and just knowing how to read the offense. Right. Well, Liz, I really appreciate you coming on. I wish you luck this week uh, playing. Maybe Thank I'll you. get to talk to you in the next uh, week or two if you can uh, maybe be the offensive player or something. And uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll probably see you in Michigan. Probably see you in Michigan in about a month. Yeah, but we will see you soon. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thanks for being on. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. All right, folks. That was Liz Speech from the Capital City Savages. Uh, she was week three defensive player of the week. 13 tackles and a tackle for a loss. Uh, like I said, she also threw a, a touchdown pass in that game. Uh, I'm not sure how many yards she threw for, but uh, uh, she did throw a touchdown. But she threw a touchdown pass in both of the games that I watched her play, and both were to the same receiver. Um, you know, I, I like to see uh, these girls getting excited uh, about doing things right and, uh, you know, working hard and um, getting on getting on the same page, um, getting on board with what we're trying to do uh, with women's football. It, it's not just for a few teams. It's for everybody. I'd, I'd like to see this parity always across the board. You know, I, I want to see it grow as to, hey, um, every game, every game is a is a nail biter. It's hard on the coaches and the players and the team, but you know, people in the stands, um, they was a guy I've known forever. Um, he knew my family, I guess, before I was ever born. So that's pretty much forever. Um, he actually come to a game this past weekend, and um, I heard him say he didn't tell me, but I heard. He he just couldn't believe he'd been hearing about it, heard me talk about it, and he just wanted to come and see a women's football game. And uh, from what I gather, he just could not believe that women played that hard. And, uh, you know, so that's that's a tribute to, to what we're doing here. And uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate uh, statements like that, and you know, he sat there and said, "Man, this is, you know, a, a game. What a game it was versus being, um, uh, you know, lopsided or or one thing or another." So it came, uh, it came down to overtime. So you know, we're making headway there. Um, all right, right now, I think we've got Coach Patterson on from the L.A. Warriors. How about it, Coach? You there? I am here. How are you? I'm doing good, Coach. Hey, I appreciate you coming on the fifth quarter tonight. Uh, talk about your team a little bit. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited to uh, be on your show and uh, talk uh, about Warrior football. Yes, sir. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, tell me a little bit about your team. Well, we play in the uh, WFA. Um, we are a professional women's team, as you you already know, and uh, we play out of the city of Los Angeles. Um, our team is comprised of a bunch of women uh, of all colors, background, creeds, you name it. Uh, 
and they all just love the sport of football. And um, that's pretty much what we're trying to promote uh, with our football team. Uh, we have a bunch of seasoned vets on our team, and we have a bunch of rookies. Um, this year is quite unique in itself because this is probably the largest roster we've ever had um, on this football team. And uh, for the most part, these women are just excited to play football. Right. Well, how many how many players do you have? Uh, right now, we sit at a list about forty eight women on our team. Forty eight. Wow, <laughs> that's a yeah, lot. That, so, that's a big so, number. Yeah. Yeah. So, have y'all always played Division One, or have you been Division Two, or or what? Um, I've been coaching on this Warriors team since twenty. Uh, thirteen. We've always been a Division One team since I coached on this on this on this staff. Right now, how many how many Division One teams are are in the WFA out in your area or whatever the general area? I guess y'all would play would be. Yeah, I, we we are the only uh, Division One team in California. I think the closest Division One team to us would probably be Portland, uh, who we're going to play this uh, weekend. Um, coincidentally enough, yeah, that's probably the closest Division One team to us. Well, now how far is Portland, uh, the team out Portland, from where you guys are? Ooh, uh, I, I want to say Portland's at least sixteen hours away from us. Yeah, that's what I was saying. They're not close by by any stretch. Yeah. Um, They're a distance, but, you know, it's kind of nice to be the only Division I team in Los Angeles. Um, So, you know, we we hang our hats on that for sure. Right. Well, uh, the WFA has lost uh, several teams this year, I know, or uh, at least, and even leading up to this year because, the team that Lisa King played on forever uh, wasn't they a Division One team? They were a Division One team. They're they're a really good football team. Um, she decided to uh, take a break from from the War Angels, and I'm I'm really happy to say that she's a part of my uh, football team this year, and she's doing good things for us. Oh, okay. So she's playing for you guys. Well, that's good. That's right. um, I know yeah. she's a she's a pretty good she's a pretty good receiver. Um, oh, yeah. uh, I know that. Um, oh, yeah. So <laughs> how many? Um, so how many teams? How many games will y'all play during the uh, during the year? Will you play eight scheduled games? Uh, well, we were supposed to play eight scheduled games, but we had a. Uh, two forfeits already that uh, sh- uh, shrank our uh, schedule down already. Uh, we really just had our first game last Saturday against the uh, San Diego Rebellion. That was our first game of the season. Um, so, you know, we we just respond to adversity how it comes to us. We just remain resilient uh, in that fashion. Yeah, I mean you can't help what happens to other teams. That's for sure. You can only right. you can only deal the card and play the cards you've been dealt with. You know there ain't no uh, ifs, ands, or buts about that. Um, right. So now, how many how many Division One teams will y'all play this year? 
Um, I believe Portland is our only Division One team we will play until we get into playoffs. Uh, then we will be playing amongst uh, Division One teams. But as for now, uh, Portland is the only Division One team we'll play this year. Right now, um, right. So that uh, I guess the West. Do they? Where do they divide? What's in the West and what's in the East uh, in the WFA? You know what? That's interesting. I like to know myself. <laughs> um, I will say this though. Although we are a Division One team, I believe that. Uh, the Division Two teams that are in the WFA are just as good as the Division One teams. Um, at this point, if you just look at what's going on in the WFA, divisions is pretty much just a title. It really has no, uh, I guess, it, it really doesn't explain the play of football by these teams. Uh, there's been some Division Two teams that have beat Division One teams. Um, so, you know, to me, I think it's just a title. Uh, when we go into games, we don't look at divisions. We look at them all as equal opponents. We try to prepare for them like equal opponents because um, the way the WFA is playing is starting to become any given Saturday uh, now. So uh, everyone has to be on their P's and Q's, whether you're Division One, Two, or Three. Well, yeah, I guess you know Division Two team would have a have a certain amount of enough players to play against Division One teams, but I'm certainly not for Division Three teams playing Division One teams at all right. uh, myself. <laughs> but well, I mean, hey, there's you know, they there's divisions in college for a reason. Um, you right, know, right. so uh, but I do get that, you know, the division two teams are closer in roster size to the division threes and our division ones, I'm sorry. Uh, with that mm-hmm. being said, there's there's probably a lot more Division two teams than there are Division one teams, and um, oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that you know I there look when you got more than you know if you got 35 players, there's not much difference in having 50 versus 35. Right. You know. Right. Uh, right. But when you don't when you don't have but 15, and you play a team that's got 35 or 50, that you know that's a little absurd to me. But oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. Well, I, you know, right, I, I so, agree with you on that fashion. That uh, I really do think that D3 teams should play against D3 uh, D3 teams. Um, you know, in, in our past uh, seasons when we did play D, D3 teams, um, it was kind of always over before it started. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah, it, it, it just gets a little watered down. And, um, you know, we, I think, you know, football should always be a game of just action, you know, and nobody wants to see a blowout. That's how things become watered down. Uh, so I agree with you in the sense that D3 teams should be playing against D3 teams. And, you know, D1 and D2 teams should should play together. And I think that will work out just fine. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, you know what, and this is all seriousness. And, I, and I'll be honest, I haven't got to watch your team uh, play any. I've heard a lot about them, but I haven't got to watch them play. But I would dare mm-hmm. say that your third string is, could start on any – or mostly, let's put it that way, on most Division Three teams, um, you know, and yeah. and 
And it was just what I was talking about before you came on about parity, you know, is when when you got 48 to choose your 11 from versus me, I have 18 to choose my mm-hmm. 11 from, there, there's mm-hmm. a difference. Um, you know, I'm, I've got some great players, don't get me wrong. And I'm, I know you have some great players or, or you wouldn't be yeah. this side of the team and stuff. And I, and I don't mm-hmm. want to do that at all. But, you know, the difference is you have a lot more than, you know, what what I would have because you have more players. And, and uh, I'm a right. firm believer, uh, you know, the, of getting this parity right. And that's why I was wondering, you know, how many Division One teams you played. And, and, I, and you're right. I've actually seen um, several Division Two teams uh, beat Division One teams. And I don't even right. know what the break is on the number of players. Um Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this, we have a Division Two team in our league, the USWFL, that are really, really good. I've watched them play right. several games, and that be the Washington Prodigy. Hey, right. brother, now they can play. Now, I'm here to tell you, they, they're good. I know. I know. And, uh, they're, the same in, they're the same in football, you know. They, they say that, uh, you know, preparation will beat talent any day of the week in football. So, you know, those Division Two teams, if they prepare well, They'll be the talented Division One team if that Division One team ain't prepared well. So preparation will always be talent, and that's really what's going on uh, uh, in, in women's football. These teams, these Division Two teams, are just preparing well. Um, and not to say the Division One teams aren't preparing well; they are. But the Division Two teams are really starting to take it seriously, and we're starting to really get a glimpse of what's going to happen in the WFA. And who knows, maybe next year or the year after, there will only be two divisions. And that Division Three will be its own division, and Division Two and One can now play together and coexist in one division. And uh, now we're having some action-packed games on uh, Saturdays in women's football. That's the direction I would like to see women's football get to. And it's slowly happening. It's happening. Right. Well, see, that's what I've been preaching on this show, and and in our league, that's exactly what we we've, we've got here. You know, we I'll just tell you, we played four games this year. We we're two and two, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. lost two in overtime. <laughs> so that's a good uh, game. You know, that's a good game. Yeah, we, I mean, you were in it all the way to the end, and I mean, both teams had the, all the all the teams that we've played, even the ones we've won and the games we've lost. Both teams had about the same amount of players. It was a great game uh, all the way across. Well, I'm going to tell you a little statement I heard from a coach. He was talking about this talent, uh, getting outworked by the talent. As I was in North Carolina yesterday, mm-hmm. and they were inducting uh, a coach into the Hall of Fame in North Carolina. And uh, mm-hmm. for coaching football, he had won two uh, national championships, I think, if I'm not mistaken, at North Carolina A&T and another one. And they, the guy doing the interview said, well, tell me, do you hear much from any of your players? And he said, mm-hmm. well, now, what do you mean? He said, well, I know you've got several guys that played in the NFL, and he named off some, and they'd been in the Hall of Fame. And he said, uh, no, he said, you know what, Dodd? He said, I don't hear nothing from those guys that are – think they're superstars. They think you owe them something. He said, it's these guys that walked <laughs> on or scratched and, and did everything to remain on the team that I hear from. So, yeah, just, right, you right. know, so that just goes yeah. right back to what you're saying. 
Yeah. And uh, it's the inevitable sometimes, you know. Right. So I appreciate I just thought when you said that it just made me think, you know, I appreciate that statement. So tell me yeah. about this Portland team. How how good are are they? They are they are very good. Um you know, they they are a team that they are they they are who they are and what I mean that is they have a style of football that they play and as long as I've known this team to be in existence, they play that style of football. And uh, I like to um, – some of my coworkers at work, you know, they ask me the same question. And if I can paint a picture of what uh, the Warriors look like versus Portland, is almost like watching us, which would be like a, a Pac-12 team versus a Big Ten team, uh, you know. And um, it's just they play straight downhill. They, they want to play some uh, blue-collar football. And uh, my team is more than ready to play some blue-collar football, but I honestly think Portland is just a really good team. They're good at what they do. they committed to what they're doing. And uh, I believe in the head coach. I think they have a great head coach over there. He's actually from uh, Pasadena, California, out here too. Um, we played them in the playoffs about two years ago, and it was a really good, cha- uh, good game. If I believe it or not, we only beat them by six points in a playoff game. Um, so that team is a really good football team. We're not walking into Portland taking them lightly. Uh, we're actually having extra practices just to prepare and be ready to play this team. Uh, but I do give Portland a whole bunch of respect, and uh, I'm really looking forward to going down there and playing them. Right. Now, are y'all – or do y'all throw – y'all run a spread offense, or, or do y'all uh, – I know they probably play – Smash mouth football by the way you're talking, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the these older traditional women's teams. That's sort of all they know was, you know, not everybody has a Lisa Horton on their team. You know what I mean? Right. Or some of these girls that can throw it on a dime every time, and you know, right. you're just sort of forced to run it a lot. You know, you get some good running right. backs, and and why not? I know you got Lisa; she's a good receiver, so. I imagine y'all gonna throw it some. Do y'all keep it balanced pretty good? Uh, we do. We over the years we've uh, we've ran the ball more, and it's just because of uh, us trying to develop a quarterback uh, that can play fifty-fifty ball. But over the past two years, as me being a head coach, we've been uh, more of a run team. Um, but this year, we've also acquired uh, Chantel Wiggins, who was a quarterback for Central Cal War Angels. And uh, she's probably one of the best female quarterbacks I've ever seen throw the pigskin. And uh, I'm so glad to have her on the team because she truly allows us to play that 50-50 ball that that we want to play. And uh, also having her on the team and um, a couple of other players that we acquired over the offseason has allowed us to to run multiple formations. Uh, The good thing about these women is they're very, very intelligent. And when you have a bunch of intelligent women who play football and know the sport of football, it's easy to just kind of put in different formations and different styles. And um, that's something that I'm really looking forward to is just running different types of formations and things like that. Um, But if we had to hang our hat on a certain formation and style, we do run a spread offense. Uh, We like to widen the field and use it to our advantage. Right, yeah, I sort of figured that. 
Hey, you know, that's I, I'm you know, just like I was talking to the girl that was on before you came on Liz Speak, she plays mm-hmm. on a, uh, a new organization team. She is her third year, but with this team just the first year team and you know, mm-hmm. she's she's a pretty good quarterback now. Uh, I'm just imagining mm-hmm. she'll get better. But just what mm-hmm. you said, experience, intelligence, you know, you take your mm-hmm. team like my team, for instance. I'm I'm fourth year, fourth year, and I got uh, and I started each year with a different quarterback each year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you you start you start with uh, these players that you know that don't know one formation or understand one formation, right. and that makes it tough. And you right. know that's and, and so you know naturally when you play Division One, you should have more of these uh, experienced, intelligent players. And, you know, you right. should see way better football. And, uh, right. you know, I'm I, I'm happy you got them. And, uh, you know, I wish yeah. I could uh, – are they going to live stream that game this weekend? Um, I would have to find out more details. I believe they are, though. Um, the WFA is uh, rolling out uh, – some new things with the league, and we're starting to see more teams start doing these live streams. And uh, I know last week we were playing down in San Diego versus the Rebellion, and they did a live stream. It was great videos. Uh, they even had commentators uh, doing play-by-play of the game, and um, I thought it was fantastic. And I'm starting to see a whole lot of other teams doing the same thing. Uh, as far as Portland, I want to say yes, but I'm not too sure. Right. Well, I thought, you know, that's a uh, a good way that, you know, that we can watch. I know I watched the, the Dallas Elite uh, versus Atlanta Phoenix game live stream. Mm-hmm. I, we actually had a bye that week, and I went and watched two of my teams, two of those teams in our league play, and mm-hmm. they played early enough that when they got done, then we went to a restaurant and sat and watched the on a on a phone, what's the live stream of that game? And I was just thinking, maybe I get an opportunity to to watch this game. I like to know about teams that uh, when they come on here and talk about things, mm-hmm. I like to know a little bit about them versus not uh, knowing anything anything about them. Right on, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, we can get some detailed information for you on that. I'm almost certain that they are streaming it. Uh, I just want to be certain. But if, if they are, I'll make sure to get that information to you uh, so that you can watch us uh, on the stream. Right. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'd like to I'd like to see how, how these big – I like to watch these big teams play and mm-hmm. see how they do things. And definitely I love to watch uh, good quarterbacks play. You know, it's uh, – Oh, yeah. They're just, you oh, know, yeah. it's over – over the years, you know, and and I don't know about you, but I'm an old football guy and have watched mm-hmm. and been a part of football forever and seen all kinds of great quarterbacks. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. just – and I know there's a handful and, and in women's football, but so many of these teams, you know, you just you just know they're not going anywhere because they literally right. – um, don't have a quarterback. Now, I know you can only play with who you got. Don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. But still, you know, that gives you the better the quarterback, even if you right. don't throw it in, just her knowledge, oh, yeah. you know, as well as you know, oh, gives yeah. you a much better chance to to win. 
Now, oh, I Coach, I want to ask you. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you know, I honestly feel like that's probably the equalizer in women's football, period, is just having a good quarterback. Um, because, like you said, most teams don't have it. Then you become – then teams become one-dimensional. So what happens once a team – a defensive team figures it out and starts playing you more like a cover zero and hogging the run? You really ain't got nothing else to do. So when you do have a quarterback that can throw the ball, it's actually a, a, a huge game changer in women's football um, from what I've seen over the years. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're, I mean, you're exactly right. Now, how many mm-hmm. – when uh, you're, you're in Los Angeles, now other, uh-huh. than this Port, other than this Portland game, how many games will you play – uh, have to play not counting the playoff where you have to play outside the state of California? Um, well, this is our only game uh, for the regular season outside the state of California. Uh, California is long. We had some longer road trips. Uh, we were supposed to play the Rage, and they're up in uh, Sacramento, I believe, and that's about a, a seven, eight-hour drive from where we are. Uh, but they folded two weeks ago, so that, that takes the travel out of that. Um, so for the most part, after Portland, we'll be playing locally. Uh, we play the San Diego uh, Rebellion here at home. Uh, we play the Kern County uh, Crusaders, who are in Bakersfield, who's probably about an hour and a half to two hours away from us. And then uh, I do take that back. We will be going to uh, Vegas to play the Sin City Trojans at the end of our season in Nevada. Right, yeah. That, uh, now, what kind of team do they have out there? I've heard about them. They used to be the showgirls or something? Yeah, they, they, they were. Um, you know, Sin City Trojans are a uh, they're a scrappy team. Uh, I think they have a bunch of great uh, athletes. Um, the only thing I would say is that, you know, with women's football, um, it, it always helps when you have returning players. Uh, that notice system, and I think that's probably Sin City's only downfall is that they don't have a bunch of returning players. You know, every time we've played them for the past two years, it seems like they got a bunch of new players out there. And any time you get a bunch of new players uh, in one offseason, it's just kind of hard to keep the ball rolling. you got to kind of slow it down every single time. Uh, and that's one of the fortunate things about me is I've had, I have women on this team that, that have been here since I started being a head coach of this team. Um, so, yeah, Sin City, as long, if they can get a little bit more veteranship on their team, they'll be all right. Right. Yeah, I'm, trust me, I know all about the uh, returning players. You know, that's a, mm-hmm. you're exactly right. that's a huge, huge factor uh, mm-hmm. in women's football. Now, I asked this about all the coaches that come on here, and I'll get a different uh, answer. But you got 48 players. How many how mm-hmm. many days a week do y'all practice? Um, we practice one day a week. Um, and the reason we do that is because it's just so hard um, for everyone because, you know, women's football is not paid, so we have a lot of women that work and um, – do all those types of things, and they have kids, so it's really hard to get the whole team together. Uh, so one day a week seems to be a little bit more appetizing to everybody to make a commitment, including coaches. Um, 
But when we do get together for one day a week, we practice long hours. We practice about three hours uh, long during the practice, and we cover everything. And like I said, the reason it works is because we do have those intelligent and uh, smart athletic women on our football team that allows us to do one day of practice and really just get things going versus some other teams where you have some rookies and you really got to slow things down and before you know it, practice is over. Uh, But for me, this year we can do one day of practice just based on veterans and uh, the understanding that they have of the game. It really lets us as coaches coach. They get it, and we move on from it. Right. Now, how many of those 48 do you get to that practice every week? Um, Every week we do have some players that come from out of town, but on on an average, if I had to give you a solid number, I want to say at least about 35 women at practice. Right, yeah, that, that's about what I figured. Um, yeah, we, uh, you know what, I'll tell you, uh, I know when we first started our team and we started it from scratch, and, man, I, I mean, being an old football guy, we used to practice all the mm-hmm. time, you know, and we practiced mm-hmm. and practiced and practiced, and you never get anybody there, the same old handful. And, um, right. you know, I found I found that the, the if I can have the least, have one have less practice, least practices, and have more mm-hmm. people there. I can accomplish more than I can by having right. multiple practices with few people there. Now, and that, and that uh, you know, vision. right? Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah, you I'm, know, you, I'm you with also you there. Eliminate, you also eliminate those uh, fluke injuries that happen during practice as well. You keep the women fresh. Um, but I don't – I go – I just don't do uh, – you know, we, we practice more than – I should say we practice more than once a week. And how, how I do it is I do these whiteboard sessions online uh, with my players, and it actually gives them uh, access to us doing onboard live sessions with them so they never have to leave the comfort of their home. Uh, football is such a mental sport. And a lot of people think that's never played it, that it's a physical sport. Football is a whole bunch of mental, you know. And uh, I always tell people, football will beat you up mentally before it ever beats you up physically. Um, And what I like to do is keep my women's minds stimulated, whether they're coming from, you know, five miles from where we practice at to 200 miles. By going live and doing these whiteboard sessions, I can have accountability with all these women even if they couldn't make practice, at least they're doing a white course session and learning exactly what we're going to do to prepare for a team. Uh, and right now, you know, given how we played against the rebellion, it's, it shows these women are committed to uh, making sure they know what everything we're doing on the field and bringing it all together when we get there. And uh, those whiteboard sessions have been uh, great for this program. Right. Well, I, I, you know, I say this all the time. You, you, you might win on Saturday or you play on Saturday, but you win during the week. You know. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. That's you got to be prepared. Uh, just like mm-hmm. you said, the, um, you know, being prepared versus you know having that talent. The old saying is, I'll take, 
uh, hard work over talent when talent won't work hard any day of the week. You know, I, right. I'm in that same. I'm in that same motto. That's one. You know, a, a guy that I know that is in the is a professional rodeo cowboy. One of the greatest statements he ever said was, "If you like to win, you better love to practice." And That's I love right. that. That's right. You know. That's right. I like so, that. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. Well, coach, I'll tell you one thing: if you make it to the uh, championship game, I'm definitely gonna come and watch because it's gonna be in Atlanta, Georgia. I know, and yeah. that ain't but about five hours from my house. And I plan okay. on uh, coming down there and. Uh, Maybe maybe I'll be playing in that. I'd like to, you yeah. know, come. I'd like that's, to see you there. That's the goal, you know, but we, we do stress one game at a time. Uh, but that's the goal. That's our motivation is, is to get to Atlanta and, and be a part of the big dance. Uh, but we do take it one game at a time. Um, but we know if we, if we stay consistent and what we do, we'll get there, no problem. Yeah, that's all you can do. I mean, I know you you don't want to look ahead. I was just uh, throwing out there that I do know it's in Atlanta this year. and We're only five from where I live to Atlanta, and uh, I plan on uh, coming down there to check it out. Okay, yeah. Well, Coach, any anything else you want to add or uh, say about your team tonight? Um. You know, if, if you guys are listening, just follow uh, L.A. Warrior. We're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, all the social media networks. Uh, we love the support. Um, we like, uh, you know, we like to commingle with other women's football team and help each other out because uh, our goal as uh, L.A. Warriors is to not only play football but to promote women's football. I don't think there's enough awareness with women's football and uh we like to reach the masses, and if we could uh, help any other team in doing that, we'll be more than happy to. Right. Well, you know, that's actually why we started this show right here was just for uh, women's football. And when I tell you mm-hmm. that, I've truly I've – had, I've had IWFL players on here, WFA, USWFL, uh, coaches, mm-hmm. teams. I'm, we're about women's football. I mean, we all, no matter, mm-hmm. I know you're in a different league than I'm in, but we're all in it together in oh, some yeah. way or oh, another. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, that's yeah. the bottom line. We're we're all in it together. And, uh, you right. know, it shouldn't be, shouldn't be fighting amongst uh, different leagues and right. teams because, you know, who, you never know who might be your next best pal that you might have to, oh, yeah. to lean on. And uh, oh, yeah. so that's why we we started this show just just for what you said to promote women's football and uh, you know to cover it all. I just don't mm-hmm. uh, know as much about those other leagues as as, uh, as good, but I only take the information that I get. But uh, well, coach, right. I definitely appreciate you coming on the fifth quarter and talking about your team, and I wish you all the luck in the world. And uh, like I say, if you make it to the championship game. I'm gonna be there to watch. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Go Warriors. Yes, sir. Thanks again. Come back on anytime. All right. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, folks. It was Coach Patterson of the L.A. Warriors, Division One team. 
in the WFA. Uh, going to play a big game in Portland this weekend. Um, sounds like they have a lot at stake. Um, sounds like it's going to be a great game. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe we'll get the information uh, somehow if they uh, if they're going to live feed it, and uh, we can check. Um, I like hearing. I like hearing from these other coaches and on these teams and uh, things and see how they do things. And, you know, um, seems to be the way of a lot of teams, you know, teams that are not playing anymore and these other teams getting uh, some of their players. I know, you know, we've, we've actually benefited from that ourselves. And uh, it seems to be you know, more of a fit, and uh, it it could really be beneficial to women's football, you know, to cut down on so many teams across the country instead of having, you know, so many small, small teams, you could have, you know, turn that into a few decent-sized teams where you could really be competitive instead of, uh, you know, hoping you have enough to play, and this year you do, next year you don't. You're always wondering, and then halfway through the year, you you done forfeited a game or two, and you're gonna have to fold. And there's just nothing good to come about that, folks. And and I'm telling you, uh, I've seen it, been part of it. There's just there's nothing good can become out of it. So, um, you know, we need to we need to do all we can for for the sport and you know sometimes uh, less is more you know and that's that is a true statement and like I said I've benefited from getting some great players from other teams and um, just the way it is I mean they want to play and we're glad to have them and I like him I'm sure he is to get a um, good quarterback and a good receiver at least I don't know who else he got but uh, they're both uh, really good I know that and uh you know, gives them a, like he said, an opportunity to where where they haven't had that opportunity. Sounded like so, um, you get a chance follow that team. Uh, I certainly, like I said, I've heard about them, but never really knew much about them. But I'm gonna get the opportunity um, Saturday to watch them on live stream. I, I think I'm going to see how it is. And uh, like I said, I like to find out about uh, these teams when I talk to these people. I like uh, knowing what's going on. So let's see here. I believe I have a question before I um, go much further. Let's see. What this is this? Another team. Let's see. I don't know if this question is for me. <laughs> Or who, but it says on your other teams, what this play? Well, I didn't play on the women's team, but uh, me myself personally, I, I played a little bit everywhere that I got to high school. Um, but uh, they, uh, oh, uh, it was for Liz, my bad. My bad. She did play. Liz did play quarterback on her other teams. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't know that question was for Liz, or I'd have got her to answer. But I do know she played quarterback because she was talking about um, 
being, you know, getting getting in rhythm with those receivers um, that she's got because they had played several years together. Um, she she's definitely uh, coming on. I mean, she keeps working hard and stays healthy, and um, they they definitely got a good team on the rise up there. No no doubt about it. Um, she's really throw it, um, and you know it's a it's a rarity to um, to see that in women. I mean, it it really is. I mean, it, it, it at the level that we're at, you know this. This is, uh, you know, I feel like this is like Division Three or developmental um, divisions to, you know, start out to grow to the 48 roster teams. And that, to me, that's why you you shouldn't play is because here, just like Coach said, he's got 48 players. He's got quarterbacks with all kinds of experience, all kinds of intelligence receivers that are, you know, are division or WFA all-stars, first trainers all the time. And and then you play teams, you know, that have a different quarterback every year and, uh, you know, go to find the um, receivers on the same page. That's tough. And, you know, like Liz, she – um, she plays on a team. They they like to throw it probably fifty percent of the time, maybe a little more. I think they threw it more than that against us. And uh, you watch her; she she's got it. I mean, she can she can really throw it. There, there's no doubt about it. Uh, I feel I haven't seen her up until this year. Um, don't know how much uh, how much better she has gotten, but she definitely uh, looks good from uh, as a quarterback from what I've seen. And again, I'm sorry I didn't get to the question why she was on there. I didn't really uh, know it was for her, but uh, I apologize for that. But I do know that she played quarterback, so it don't really matter. Because I knew I know that she played there. Um, she's also a a great defense well because like I said, she's a week three defensive player of the week, thirteen tackles, folks. That's nothing to sneeze about. I don't care if you're playing middle school, high school, women's, pros, college or what, that's that's doing it. Um, that's all there is to it. And uh, you know, that's that's another thing you don't hear a lot about is you know, people having those kind of games and like she said, played on the kicked off and played on special teams or punted or whatnot, I'm not sure, but I know she played a lot, so um it uh, to have that kind of game is is great for uh for her and, and for her organization and you know, to win that uh player of the week, like I said, when other teams other than your own, can vote you in, and uh, and recognize great uh, great games by different players. That's something for, and I, I appreciate all those uh, organizations that do that. Not just vote for your player, no matter what. Hey, if your player has the best stats and has the best game, I certainly believe you should vote for them. But if they don't, you know. You got to vote for the player that that had the best game, in my opinion. And that's, you know, I feel like that that's what we did here, and uh, that's what I want to continue to see done. Uh, I want this parity to stay the 
like it is and get better. You know, it's like Coach Patterson said, um, the competition uh, in these Division Two teams is getting really, really good. I know we have uh, uh, some good Division Two teams, and uh, so yeah, I want to I want to see the parity get even better so that we, you know, no matter who's who's playing uh, in a what game, you know, it's going to be a good game, and then you know you're you're headed in the right direction. So. Um, that's what that's what we're striving for, and uh, and to help women's football, you know, as it goes. You heard you heard the coach there say that he, uh, you know, was willing wanting to help women's football. I think there's a lot of people out here that really have that in mind. Um, I think some of them just lose sight of it because uh, their egos getting away. But um, before they got big headed or got to where they are, I think that that was their what they had in mind, I think they just lost sight of those goals along the way. And I certainly uh, will not ever do that. Uh, I'm, I'm for work whether my wife plays next year or 10 years or, or whatever she does. She's going to be a part of it, I'll promise you, one way or another. And, uh, you know, I, I want to make sure that she's, she's got something to look forward to, whether it be playing, coaching, managing, or whatever the case may be, I want to build on, um, you know, this and keep going and get uh, more uh, important people involved and, uh, you know, see see this thing grow to what it should be for for these women. You know, and I love this stuff. I, I think that, um, you know, for a lot of these teams, their dang attitudes need to change before they're going to get any help. Uh, from anybody because, you know, just like Leah said, she's a sore loser, and, hey, I'm with her. I'll be honest with you. I might be the sorest loser you ever hear and talk. But, you know, I used to be – I've grown up a lot, and I'm old now, and just in the time that me and Jennifer have been married, I've calmed down a whole lot. you know, you've got to take the bad with the good. As much as I, I've never admitted it over the years, you, you can just be your own worst enemy, and it just hurts you, you know. Um, you may be the best player on the team, um, but you don't have to keep reminding your teammates. They, they trust me, they might not want to admit it, but they deep down inside know. Uh, you know, it's bad enough that the coach calls different people out without other people on the team calling them out. Um, the coach is the one person that can call everybody out. And, uh, you know, you win or lose as one. And um, I'm going to point out the mistakes, and uh, I don't need anybody else pointing them out for me. So, you know, that that's part of it. And, I look, I was one of those uh, people, you know. I, I've been there. I've been on both sides of this. And it, there's nothing good. Of it. You have to be able to cycle through it. Now, don't get me wrong, I haven't slept much and I haven't got it out of my head about the game that we just lost. I don't foresee uh, me doing it. But hey, we got to. We got to move on. Um, you know, we're getting ready to have to play them again in a couple of weeks. So we got to move on. They're, they're a really good football team and, and we have to get prepared and, and do things better. We're going to have an opportunity to win that game. And, uh, you know, so 
bad as I hate to lose, you, you know, you got to have amnesia and you, you got to go on. You, you hear that statement all the time, especially, um, you know, you hear that in basketball a lot. You also hear it in a sport of team roping a lot is, uh, you know, you can't worry about, you can't play backwards. You know, that was a, one of the biggest things I heard when I was a kid. You can't play backwards, and that's a true statement. You know, you can't dwell on the things in the past. You just got to learn from them, and um, that's what we hope to do. And team roping, man, it, it'll humble you so much. And and uh, so, you know, I, it sort of it helped me out along Along the way for years, and uh, actually got to do some of it today for the first time since November. Felt really good. You don't realize you get caught up in doing everything so much, you forget some of the things you really like to do that uh, you just sort of lose time for for other reasons. But uh, I think we're all headed in the right direction, and with this women's football. Um, getting these girls on here, I, I know, um, you know, like I said, we, we all can't win, uh, but we can all learn learn things and, and from each other. You know, just remember, NFL is only one winner. College football, they have bowl games. There's only one national champion in that division. Each division has its own national champion. High school, same way. But in the one division that you're in, there's only one winner. And uh, it's just the way it is. And if you want to be there, you got to work harder than everybody else. You've got to be willing to do things that nobody else will do. And, uh, you know, when, when the team has the most of them on their team, that's who's going to be successful, I promise you, folks. No if, and, or buts. So, uh, Going to the game this week in Carolina to watch the uh, Queens play the Pumas. Hope it's a great game. Uh, I'll be able to have something to talk about next week from that. Uh, we're on a bye. Uh, I believe, uh, like I said, Fayetteville's on a bye. Um, I think the, I know the Pumas are going to the Queens. Detroit's going to Fayetteville Ferris. Houston's going to. Uh, Washington Prodigy and Capital City Savages are going to the Tennessee Diamondbacks. So I guess that's Fayetteville's only team that's not playing this weekend. So I want to wish all the teams in the USWFL good luck and all the teams playing period good luck. So, uh, again, thank J.C. Hawk Sports Network for having it on, just like I told Coach. Um, she created this show just for uh, women's football, just to talk about it, just because she loves it, to stay in the loop. And, um, you know, I'm glad she did. It's something we've all grown to love. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it's a rarity you find people like that that's willing to go the extra miles to help somebody out for nothing. And uh, if we'd find a lot more of those people in this, we'd be a lot better off. So, uh Next week, I'll have week four, uh, USWFL Players of the Week, offensive and defensively. And uh, who knows, we might have another coach or two call in or special guest. You never know what we might uncover here at the fifth quarter and uh, be glad to have them. It's always uh, um, you know, great to hear from those people from different leagues and uh 
talk about the way things they do. But uh, that being said, if you get a chance, folks, go support a, a women's football team somewhere, go to a game somewhere, uh, watch some of these live stream games, do whatever you can. Uh, we're all in it together. Uh, you get an opportunity. Thank JC personally. Do that. Um, appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate the, the people him being on the show. Uh, congratulations to you. Uh, week three, players of the week. Uh, uh, congratulations to uh, the, all the teams that won last week. Um, keep up the hard work, folks. That's all I can tell you is keep grinding. Um, till next Tuesday, I guess we'll uh, see you then. Thank you.